Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, April 10, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. What's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? Day number, what is it? 26? Day 26 of enhanced community quarantine. Of course, you all know now that the quarantine has been extended until the end of April. So here we are doing the same thing that we've been doing. So... Keep at it. Keep trucking forward. It's only 20 more days left, okay? Let's count it down together. All right? Anyway, uh, what's up with you guys? Uh, I've been looking for stuff to talk about today because, you know, all I've been doing really is watching movies and, and following uh, toxic Twitter posts. <laughs> uh, so you all know it. There, there are a couple things I want to talk about. First and foremost, uh, today I'm going to talk about Ellen DeGeneres, uh, the flack that she's been receiving and also, uh, I found a pretty cool Ask Reddit thread, uh, Ask Reddit question about what celebrities have you encountered that were re- either really nice or really horrible. So it's more, it's kind of in line with the Ellen DeGeneres thing, who I love, by the way. I love Ellen DeGeneres, but I'm going to try to be as, as non-biased as possible. Not biased as possible. Also, uh, I'm going to talk to you guys about my little uh, my little renaissance. Uh, I like to think of myself as a renaissance man now. <laughs> renaissance man, meaning on Google, a person with many talents or areas of knowledge. Uh, so I don't think I'm that talented or have that much knowledge, but I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to contribute to it. Paano ba sabihin to? Ano? Nagdadagdag ako ng mga skills sa buhay. So, uh, uh, one of the big things that I did this week was I bought a uh, ukulele, a ukulele. Yeah, I, I got a tenor ukulele. So, uh, I got it shipped via Grab. Uh, I feel like I all, everyone has to do their whole disclaimer. Yes, I practice social distancing. Yes, I sanitize it after. Yes, I tip my driver. Because if I don't, I'm going to get bashed on Twitter. You know? You know what's going to happen, right? Oh, Guy buys non-essential good and puts driver and himself at risk. Yeah, you know, I get it, man. So I have to do the disclaimer, okay? I, I, I clean my, I clean my, I cleaned it. I tip the driver a lot because he is risking his life to bring me a non-essential instrument. But, you know, people are delivering food and I guess food is essential. But there's got to be, I don't know. Are you, am I, am I wrong? Was I wrong for that? Was I wrong for ordering a ukulele in this time of COVID-19? I hope not. I hope not. But I did my best to to make sure everything was safe. All right. Disclaimer of the week. Don't cancel me on Twitter. Okay. Okay. So I got a, a ukulele. And I used to have... Okay. Here's the story. of my. Here's my ukulele journey. But in 2017, I bought one. But the strings that on were on that ukulele were really hard. Like they weren't... It wasn't a great ukulele. And I practiced it. So I learned the basic chords, blah, blah, blah. But I never really practiced it. Then I bought another one, which had nicer strings. I bought it from a Ukebox Cafe when I used to go there. Uh, but then a couple months later, it broke. 
And then, so I only had my shitty one with the shitty strings, which I then lent to Lexi, my former radio partner, and then she never gave it back to me. So I've been uh, ukulele free for about a year plus now more, and I never really took the time to sit down and practice every day. I finally got one. And uh, just for, just so you know, uh, there are three types of ukulele. There's concert, there's a concert ukulele, a tenor ukulele, and uh, hold on, let me Google it because I forgot. Soprano. Concert, soprano, and tenor. So I got the tenor, I think, because it's the biggest one. It's the most expensive one usually because it's the biggest one because bigger is better, right? Shout out. Um, so I got that and it's really nice. It's it's the name of the the brand is Metone, M-E-T-O-N-E ukulele, Metone, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, actually, I can't see it, but it's far away. My eyesight has been fucked up because of this quarantine. I feel like I've lost three grades in my eyesight so it's kind of far away from me i can't see it but i got it from this uh i got it off facebook marketplace from a store called happy something i recommended it to a couple of people why don't i google that but in the meantime uh, i've been learning some chords i don't want to play it here on the podcast because it might fuck up the audio uh but it, it, it it's a pretty relatively simple instrument to learn as long as we're talking about the bare basics you can learn like six seven eight chords the reason why i didn't get into guitar was because there's so there's six strings ukulele ukulele only has four and uh, on top of that a lot of the the basic chords in guitar are so difficult with your fingers like you have to stretch your fingers in different ways kind of like a like a gymnast but with your fingers it's super difficult. So the ukulele, uh, I think anyone could pick it up and learn, you know, at least learn a song or two right off the bat. Uh, the name of the shop here, I'm checking my Facebook now, Happy Beat Online. Happy Beat Online. So B-E-A-T, online shop. Uh, their their logo has like a little smiley face that's color yellow and it says Happy Beat. So just in case you want to buy it and, uh, you know, don't post it online because you might get canceled. But if you want to buy one, just make sure you do the social distancing shit, right? Uh, yeah, so I got ukulele. So I've been trying. I've been learning. So that's my that's my goal for the next, uh, you know, even after quarantine, I hope to kind of pick it up. So that's my one step to me being an, an, a renaissance man. Another is adding to my cooking, my cooking XP, uh, like a video game, right? I'm trying to improve my skills like Sims. So every time you cook, uh, every time you set your house on fire, you gain an experience point, right? So as long as... <laughs> so I'm waiting, I'm waiting long to, uh, no, to, to just kind of... Learned all these things. So I, I mastered ribeye steak uh, early on in the quarantine. I learned ground beef. And I, I know I'm saying this like it's really difficult. It's not. It's You just put it in a pan and wait for it to turn brown and you're good. But I, I'm just proud to say that I've never done it before and I finally did it. So ground beef. And then uh, two days ago, I learned how to cook chicken breast. Oh, chicken breast. The driest meat on the face of planet Earth. Even if you do it right. It's still dry as fuck, right? So, but it tasted good. You, you, I mean, I put the herbs and stuff, and then I, I, I dip it in like a sesame seed dressing. Ooh, orgasmic! It's good, man. It's good. So, yeah, that that's what I've been doing in terms of trying to better my life. I haven't really been reading. I should be, but I haven't. I haven't been working out. I should be, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't been doing anything like content creation. I should be, but I haven't. So I've been uh, focusing my time and effort into ukulele and cooking. And today I'm going to try to learn how to cook a uh, a porterhouse steaks. I don't know. Someone uh, from Chubb's, Chubb's Chaser, who are open, by the way, right now, if you want to deliver from them, they, they sent me some steaks. So I'm going to try to cook that. Also, 
I got some like cod fillet, cod fillet. So fish, I'm not a big fan of fish, but I'm going to try to learn how to cook that shit today too. Okay. So that's what's going on with me in my own life. Now let's talk about what's going on with Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So Ellen DeGeneres, what is going on with Ellen DeGeneres? So she recently, she did her show from home. So like the Ellen show, but from home and she made a joke. She made a joke about how uh, being at home is like being in self-quarantine is like being in jail. But uh, I think that we also have to read the full quote here, okay? Just so that you know. Because if you just hear that and you don't hear her say it and you don't know that it's part of a TV show, if it's taken out of context is what I'm trying to say, because you're looking at Ellen DeGeneres. She's rich. She's she's. She lives in a mansion, and now she's saying it's kind of like being in jail. But let me, let me, I, as I digress, here's the full quote. Uh, this is from her, okay? One thing that I've learned from being in quarantine is that people, this is like, oh, is that people, this is like being in jail is what it is. It's mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days, and everyone in here is gay. So in case you don't know, Ellen DeGeneres is gay. Her partner, Portia De Rossi, is also gay. And uh, the joke here is that in prisons... Uh, a lot of the prisoners become gay because there's no other, there's no, you know, if you're in a women prison, there's no guys there. If you're in a guy prison, there's no girls there, right? So they, that that's where the joke, don't drop the soap. You know that joke, right? If Do you know that joke? Go Google it. Don't, let me see what happens when I Google it. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. A remark made to someone being hauled off to jail, particularly someone you dislike. Because once in jail, you imply that if a person, usually a male, drops a bar of soap in the shower they will be forced to bend over and retrieve it. Thus, it their butt will be spread and in clear sight and subject to, well, you know what it is, right? You know what it is. So that's the that's the joke. Now, th- this leads me in two different directions. Is it a bad joke? Yeah, kind of. During in the times and given her situation, and and it was filmed on the Ellen Show, so you can see she's in this really nice apartment or nice whatever house where she at wherever she lives in this bougie ass house. Is it a bad joke? Yes. Should she be should she be canceled for it? No. Uh, should she be getting the amount of of backlash that she should be getting that she's getting rather? I don't think so. Is it is it uh is it tone deaf or whatever the term that people like to use now? Is it tone deaf? Yeah, definitely, it is tone deaf. However, however, as a a person that likes comedians, as a person that likes Ellen. Uh, even if you don't, um, it was just a bad joke. And I don't think Ellen DeGeneres was poor shaming or like, you know, some people are saying that she was intentionally like flexing that or whatever. Like, you know, like in some way, subconsciously, she was flexing her wealth. No, I don't think that. Um, let's see. Why don't we read some of the tweets about uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Also, Ethel Booba is tre- trending right now, so I'm going to have to find out why in a bit. Is she okay? Charot? That's what she says, right? Charot! Uh, let's see. Ellen DeGeneres, top tweets. Uh, unpopular opinion. Ellen DeGeneres is fake as fuck. Ooh, that's one. That's a that's some shade. Uh, but People are saying, here's another one. Uh, my 19-year-old daughter is considered an essential employee. She's a fast food worker. She's exposed every day. No one gives a fuck about Ellen's privileged pampers ass stuck in her mansion. 
Okay, okay. Some people might say that's harsh. Oh, wait, wait. No, she's a slave of capitalism. She's terrified. I'm terrified. She can't quit because she'd be homeless. She can't come home because she... Oh, wait, no. This is in reference to the the frontliner chick. Sorry. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else are people saying? Dude, Ellen DeGeneres' house is really freaking nice, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else are people saying about her? Slammed about joking about coronavirus. Um... I can't, I don't know. Basically, they're just saying, like, what she said was really not funny and also, like, really out of touch, which is true. But, but, oh my God, am I going to get flamed for this? Just me, okay? I'm just taking it. Maybe, is it because I'm in a position of privilege? I, what I'm thinking is, okay, if I was, like, in a, man, okay, this is a sensitive topic. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Let me try to liken it to uh, what I, how I, let me try to explain my thoughts on this. So I have talked to several people, friends, family. I'm not going to name them in case you want to go bash them. But I have heard the joke that it's not joke, but I've heard the comparison that being in quarantine is being like being in prison. I've heard it. It's not the first. That's why when I saw this joke, I knew what she meant because I've heard this comparison before. I've heard it from friends who are not evil people, by the way. They are not rich people. By I mean, maybe they're middle class. I've, I've heard it from... You know what? I'll, I'll tell the story. I heard it from a, a grocery store employee, too. I, I talked to... Because I one time... Two, wait, like two weeks ago, I went to the groceries. And this lady, I became kind of... Not close with her, but, you know, she recognized me because I keep buying these ribeye steaks. And I asked her, well, how's it like, you know coming into work or being at home rather uh you know you know on your day off do you i asked her do you get a day off and she said yeah but everyone in my house feels like nasakulungan sila so it's not the first time i've heard this jail comparison and in no th- when when that lady said it to me i never thought in my mind that this person like i get it that they're not rich celebrities but isn't it okay to feel like you're being in jail that's i guess that's the point i'm trying to make it really because you're alone. I mean, okay. I guess in this case, Ellen has her partner, uh, but that was the that was why she threw in that joke about the everyone in here is gay. Because me, I I feel like I, if I said that, would I get bashed for it? Because I'm not okay. I live in a a, a studio uh, condo. I have food, whatever. But if I compare it to being in jail. I, I what I'm referring to is that I'm stuck here and I can't go out. That's that's it. There's no deeper meaning to that for me. I'm not saying, you know, like I'm there's there's I'm not trying to say like I'm a convict. I'm not trying to say that I'm better than anyone else because I, I you know, does that make sense? Uh I just I got I was a little bit taken aback by the backlash. Lang was it a bad joke? Yes. It was a shitty joke. It wasn't that funny. Uh, but to, to be so riled up over it, I think it's, it's a little bit wild for me. That, I mean, it makes you think like you gotta just be careful with everything. Once again, you gotta just be careful with everything that you say, especially if you're a celebrity. But if, what if I said that? Would I get bashed? When I, cause I, okay, here's another example. On Instagram Live, another, uh, I, I go on Instagram Live sometimes. And uh, I remember my isang tao dun eh. Sabi nga, yeah, I feel like I'm in jail. 
And of course, this is someone I don't know, just a follower. And I'm, I'm guessing they're not a multi-million peso dollar celebrity. They're not. <laughs> but if they, why, I would never call them out for that because it's just somebody how they feel. Uh, you know, cause you're stuck at home and you can't get out. That's it. That's, that's like the, that's it. That's just the comparison. You're not talking about social whatever. We're not talking about social classes in this case. We're not talking about, uh, because like it, you know, on, on some sort of equal plane, not equal, obviously, but Ellen the Generous is stuck at home just like we're stuck at home. Well, for most of us, right? So the comparison to jail is kind of universal in that sense, in that we're stuck at home. That's it. That's the only, only thing. Now, if you want to dig deeper into it, you can make it a case for anything. You can, you, of course you can bash her because she lives in this, it's a fucking nice apartment, by the way, guys, or a nice house. If you Google it, damn, that place looks like a, a, a theme park, man. And she also qualified, I mean, I don't know if it's qualifying, but she also, she continued the joke. That's why I said I think it's important to know the full quote. She said, it's because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days. Hard relate, Ellen, hard relate. I worn the same underwear for three, right? And I know 10 days is is an exaggeration, which I think also shows the point that it was a joke, right? Because no one wears clothes for 10 days. Well, I've worn maybe four days tops, but 10 days, that's that's kind of a stretch, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I relate to that in that sense as well, in the sense that I don't shower as often as I should, as I did on a normal day. And so in this case, the joke once again is she's in jail in the sense that she can't go out of the house. She's been wearing the same clothes in the sense that she doesn't feel like she has to change clothes because you're stuck at home anyway. And everyone in here is gay is the joke because she's with her partner and the joke with the don't drop the soap. That was the, that was the, that was the setup of the joke. In my mind, that's what she was probably thinking. Now, the, the reaction to it was pretty bad. And, but I don't think she deserves that much hate. Was it a bad joke? She, the only hate she deserves was for, was for throwing out a, a, a very, mediocre joke at best so you know tone deaf joke if you want to call it that um i don't know man and here's the thing i i I had to google it i was like man i know ellen has done some great i mean besides this the cool shit that she does in her show where she she puts the spotlight on people who deserve it i google it so here we go look uh i typed in ellen the generous philanthropy there are multiple websites showing what she has done. She's a humanitarian. Uh, she's user famous a platform according to this website. Uh, she gives uh, some recent examples include a ten thousand dollar. I don't know how old this article is, including a ten thousand dollar contribution for the wedding of a breast cancer survivor who rel- who relied on the Ellen Show to lift her spirits. Uh, in twenty twelve, she partnered up with a company called Shutterfly, which I'm sure you've seen in the video clips. To enable her to offer generous, life-changing donations to those most in need. So you tell me. Okay, you tell me. Because here are charities and foundations supported by Ellen DeGeneres uh, listed on this site. I don't know what how legitimate this site is, but I'm just going to read a few. PETA. ACLU of Southern California. I'm trying to read ones that you might... UNICEF. You know, someone, Stand Up to Cancer. Red Cross. 
Save the Music Foundation. Uh, Malaria No More. Children's Health Fund. I'm just reading a bunch. Now, I, I'm not trying to defend that bad joke, but I'm just trying to say she's not a bad person. I don't think so. I don't think so. If you've donated to all of these charities, you tell me, you can tell, then you can, you can say that to Ellen. Fine. Cool. You can call her, you can say that, you know, you can cancel her if you want. If you've donated to all 51 of these charities as much as she had. If you gave $10,000 to a, you know, to a cancer survivor for her wedding, then maybe you have some higher moral ground on this. I, I, maybe you could make a case for that, but man. Uh, t- to to cancel her over a bad joke, I don't think you should cancel her. Call her out. Mm, uh, yes, you could. I mean, I, I know a lot of there, there's a difference, but there, the thing is, I've seen I'm seeing people cancel her, and that's the problem. You can call her out for the bad joke, I guess. Yeah, you can say she's tone deaf. Yes, I mean they took it down, they took the joke down, they took the video down. Uh, so what, so forth, but. I don't know, man. I just saw it as a bad joke and I moved on with my life. And I don't think it should negate any of the great stuff that she's done. But I guess, I, I once again, this is coming as a fan. So who knows? Who knows? If I didn't like Ellen... But even then, I'm trying to put myself maybe to be more... Uh, so to be to be more objective about the, the, the point is that... What if it was someone I didn't really like but I didn't really not like? You know what I mean? Like someone I'm indifferent about. Let's say I'm trying to think of someone who I don't really... Like James Corden. I don't really care about James Corden that much, right? If he made this joke, obviously not this exact same joke because he's not gay, but if he made some sort of joke that was tone deaf, would I cancel him? Probably not. Especially if it wasn't to... Like if it was just on this degree, I think this is like a a mild burn, (laughs) you know? Uh, how how would I rate rate the hierarchy of 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 uh, of uh, of like cancellation? Like Harvey Weinstein, uh, R. Kelly, they're like at the top, right? Those are like that. That's like a forest fire right there. You put that shit out immediately, uh, and then like you know, in the middle, who would you, who would be in the middle? Um, me, I don't know, man. I don't know who would be in the middle. But then, then, then there's like the Aziz Ansari, who you could be on, kind of on the fence about. Uh, Louis C.K. No, Louis C.K. is up there. But, uh, um, but what Ellen DeGeneres is at, like near the bottom of that list, like pretty low there. Okay, <laughs> low hanging fruit. <laughs> so that's my thoughts on Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, I don't know if we're gonna talk about it on the Halal Show. I kind of, I kind of want to because I feel like that. Well, a that that podcast has a bigger platform, and b. Uh, I think that Rika might have some thoughts on it that would be interesting as well. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Please don't cancel Ellen DeGeneres. You can call, you know, there's enough people calling her out. You don't got to tweet about it anymore. You don't got to put Instagram stories about it anymore. I think, I don't know. Am I, I feel like, oh my God, am I going to get canceled on Twitter now? Am I going to be called a, uh, a, what am I, what's the, what's the word that people are using now? Am I, uh, please don't oh my god if you if you turn me into cat arumbalo for 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 this i'm gonna be so mad because i hate that bitch <laughs> okay moving on moving on ask reddit what celebrities have you encountered that were either really nice or really horrible so this is on ask reddit so i'm gonna read some of these now disclaimer 
that these are just, uh, you know, every Reddit user is pretty much anonymous. So we don't know how true these are. So I'm just going to read some of the answers and see. And of course, we don't know. We can't verify any of this information unless there's video or, or you know, video proof or something. Okay. And da, 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 da. also, you know, the tweet that always comes into mind is the, uh, the that's coming into my mind right now is the you should have left this in the drafts meme that I see on Twitter. I wonder if they're going to say that about this podcast. Should I just delete this right now and just never air it? But fuck it, right? I'm being true to myself. And I don't think what I said was that bad. Uh, maybe I should qualify by saying I support the frontliners and I, I know the government needs to do their job in helping the people that that aren't staying at home because they're they're leaving to, to earn a living. You know, I, I support all that shit, man. <sighs> okay, here we go. What celebrities have you encountered that were either really nice or really horrible? Top answer, according to Reddit. Some guy said that he met Paul Rudd on a flight from New York and sat next to him on the plane. Whoa, must be first class. My my uh, my buddy leaned over and told him that he wanted to compliment him on his shirt that he wore during Clueless. and uh, But he didn't want it to be weird. So his solution was to write him a note and slip it to him. So he did this and Paul gets a nervous look on his face. Yeah, duh. Opens the note. Imagine you're on a plane and some rando slips you a note. I'd be like, fuck. What are you going to do? Are you going to take down this pl- the plane and you want me to shut up? Dude, I would be nervous too. Anyway, so Paul Rudd opened the note and reads it, starts cracking up laughing and said, best note ever. He then told us the story of the shirt, how he fought with the costume department about it because the shirt he wore to set that, it was the shirt he wore that to set that day. We talked the whole flight. Dude was super cool. Ah, oh, nice. Nice. Oh, here. So if Paul Rudd made a joke about saying like it's in jail, would you cancel him? No, right? Come on. Here we go. Uh, John Candy is another answer. I don't really know that much about John Candy. Here we go. When I was a teenager, I met Neil Armstrong, the um, the astronaut, right? Yeah. At a... Why am I thinking of... Wait, Neil Armstrong? Wait. Oh, I'm Bobo. Yeah, he is. Okay. Who's the guy on the bicycle? Who's the guy with the bicycle who, who had the, the live strong... Oh, that's Lance Armstrong. What am I thinking? Neil Armstrong at a retirement ceremony that my dad brought to me. Brought me to. It was a museum, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to paraphrase. They, uh, so there was a... My dad saw Neil Armstrong. They talked. They struck up a conversation. Blah, blah, blah. It seemed to snap him out of his... Okay. A bunch of other men joined and started asking him for autographs. And he kind of shut down and walked away. At the time, I thought he was a bit of a jerk for not saying goodbye, but I recently read about the hard time he had with fame, and I guess it makes sense. Okay, so I guess Neil Armstrong, if you see him, don't ask him for an autograph. Noted. Here we go, Robin Williams. My mom spotted Robin Williams once and went up to him and asked if she could take a quick photo. She didn't realize he was there in the middle or about to do something for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, so she waited until they were done, about 20 or 30 minutes later. He made it a point to stick around and told his staff, I want that woman. I think that woman wanted a photo and made sure she got it. Oh, that's so cool. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. So, yeah. So, the lady walked, waited around and Robin Williams made sure that she got a photo with him. Oh. Okay, here's one. Adam Sandler. I ran into Adam Sandler outside of Planet Fitness in Brooklyn in early 2016. So, as I was leaving the gym, it looked like he was walking in. We made eye contact, so I stopped and held the door for him. He got to the door and stopped right before I walked through. And in one of those fake poses that little kids make when you tell them to freeze, I stood there holding the door pretty confused. 
And finally, he turned his head and said, uh, who are we kidding? I'm not going in there. <laughs> Giant grin on his face. We both laughed, and then he continued down the street. Awesome. See, Adam Sandler. I'm trying to find a bad one. <clears throat> Let me see. A bad one. Uh, here, The Rock. Oh, by the way, I've got to tell you what I just watched. My mom and sister met The Rock when he was still a wrestler. They had a couple car seats and tons of bag bags, having a hell of a time getting off the plane. Uh, he he. Uh, so The Rock offered to carry some things. He grabbed some bags and held the baby carrier with my niece in it and helped them off the plane. After people kept going up to them asking, oh, because they knew he was The Rock, they were very confused. Oh, okay, so they didn't know who he was. Oh, that's so cool, man. Imagine meeting The Rock. That that mountain of a man, and you just see him, and you're like, damn. Oh, so if The Rock said, by the way, that if he said on his Instagram with his, like, 11 billion followers or whatever, he's like, yeah, guys, I feel like I'm in prison. Would you cancel him? I don't think so. <laughs> I know, I'm pretty, I'm coming, am I coming off as insensitive or out of, am I, am I, am I being tone deaf right now? Ah, oh, man. You know, I don't like the I don't like the term snowflakes because I don't I feel like that just triggers triggers people more. I I don't think I've ever called someone a snowflake, but I think that it was a it's just a little. Oh man, oh, I'm gonna get flame for it. Shut your mouth, JC. Move on. You've moved past that, JC. Let's go. Move on. Move on, nalang. <laughs> uh, I'm reading the rest of these answers. I'm trying to find a bad one, man. Who's a dick? Stephen Fry was nice. Oh, here, Whitney Houston. This was one of the best experiences of my life. Oh, okay, so Whitney Houston was nice. Matthew Lillard was nice. Who's a dick? I want to see someone who's a dick. Dave Chappelle is nice. Keanu Reeves is obviously nice. Oh, could you imagine if Keanu Reeves made that joke? I'll move on, JC, move on. Let's see, let's see. Nothing. These are all good. I wanted some drama, man. I wanted to cancel someone. Uh, based off of a <laughs> a random Reddit user. Oh, here we go. Zach Efron was a douche when I met him, but it was during high school musical days, and he was just a kid back then. Okay, so that's it. Oh, that's it. That's the only one. So Zach Efron was a douche, apparently. Okay. According to this random person, we don't know. Justin Timberlake is exactly the same guy you see on TV. He's a real Southern boy. Uh, Maria Bello is super rude and snotty. Hope to never see her again. Who the hell is Maria Bello? Bello Beauty? No. Bello Cosmetics? No. Maria Bello. Oh, this girl. She is from Coyote Ugly. She's from Payback. She's from A History of... Oh, she was the wife in A History of Violence. Oh, my God. Have you seen that movie? Have you seen that movie? There is one little, like, sex scene there. It's not even a sex scene, but it's pretty... It's pretty, um, it's pretty bastos, and it's pretty hot, man. Like, I'm gonna go watch that. Not now, just after this podcast. <laughs> okay, uh, what else? Ethel Booba is trending on Twitter. Let's see why. Let's see why. Tell me why. Ethel Charot Booba is trending. Trending. Good morning sa, ba, sa mga bagong gising dyan. Ethel Buba is being threatened by the Duterte administration by making her disown her famous Twitter account. Oh. Wow, her Twitter account is gone. She has one, she had 1.6 million followers and now it's off of Twitter. Holy! That's crazy. 
you know, I, I, I would always run into Ethel Buba on my Twitter feed. I don't follow her, but, you know, a lot of my friends retweet her because her tweets really are, I mean, targeting like the, the incompetence, incompetencies. Is that a word? Incompetencies. Is that a word? Google it. Yes, it is. The incompetencies in the government. Wow. Mm, interesting. Uh, damn, she's gone. She is gone. Wait a minute, but Ethel Booba on Twitter. Hold on. On Instagram. Ethel Booba Instagram. I think Ethel Booba posted something on Instagram saying that that... Oh my God, she did. So Ethel Booba posted on Instagram a screenshot of the I am Ethel Gabison Twitter account, which has 1.6 million followers, saying that beware of this fake Twitter. So it wasn't Ethel Booba the whole time? Huh? Okay, first of all, I remember that that Ethel Booba account on Twitter was never verified. But supposedly on Instagram, Ethel Booba has said that this is not really Ethel Booba. But then people... Okay, so here... Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. So people are saying that someone threatened Ethel Booba. So Ethel Booba was kind of forced to disown that Twitter account on her Instagram. And that's why it's gone now on Twitter. Interesting. 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 Okay, okay. But there is a there are people, you know, the Twitter detectives have found a video on ABS CBN News called Padding Partners. Ethel Booba shares the story behind her witty tweet. So it was her. I mean, according to this. Interesting. So because we do know that her tweets are witty. And it it it, it shows in the YouTube video a screenshot of Ethel Booba on her phone. With the Twitter handle, I am Ethel Gabison on there. So it was her account, I think. Wow. The plot fucking thickens. We should talk about this on Hala Hala Show. I'm going to write that down because I always forget what our TT should be. Interesting. Oh, Rika would love this because she's super into conspiracy theories and shit. Um, uh Hmm. Well, there we go. I mean, there's nothing more we can say about that right now. I mean, we can't figure it out. We don't know the truth, except for what she posted on Instagram. Interesting. All right. So that's why Ethel Booba is tweeting, uh, is trend, twending, twending. So there, so now you know. How long has this podcast been going? 34 minutes, and I spent 20 minutes of it digging myself into a hole of Twitter cancellation. <sighs> okay. Uh, there's something else. Oh, that's right. I watched Hobbs and Shaw starring The Rock. And Jason Statham. And man. Oh my god. Justin Timberlake has a. There's a Hot Ones video of Justin Timberlake. That was just uploaded 10 hours ago. I'm going to watch that shit right now. After this podcast. And after that scene from A History of Violence. Shit. I love Justin Timberlake man. Imagine if he made a joke about being in prison. Okay I'm done. Um, What, what was I saying? What was I saying? Fuck. Oh Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. That movie is so ridiculous, but so entertaining. What a fucking movie. Like, can you imagine that this stemmed from the Fast and the Furious movies? Like, it's in the same universe as Fast and the Furious. Even as crazy as Fast and the Furious 7, 8, and 9 have been. Even 6, if you want to throw that in there. Even as as impossible as those stunts are, Hobbs and Shaw made all of those Fast and the Furious movies seem like... like a, like a an Oscar winning movie. Like this movie is so bananas. 
so crazy that you're like that would it, 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 it you just have to you know if you even try to go into it thinking of any sort of realism you're gonna have a miserable time but if you go into it pretending you're a 13 year old boy who's just hitting puberty you're gonna fucking love this movie man what an entertaining film man you know ah damn what a what a what a film I've also been watching um, Kim's Convenience. I'm almost done with it. I've also been... I've watched a couple of things that I forgot to list down because I'm bobo. I'm bobo. I forgot what else that I'm watching. Uh, I'm going to watch Armageddon in a bit. I'm watching The Last Stand with Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a great movie too. Uh, I, I, I downloaded Outbreak and 12 Monkeys and Mindhunters, which I've never watched. So I'm going to watch those three movies. They're old movies, older movies. So if you've seen it, let me know what you guys think. But I think I'm going to end the podcast early. It is a Friday. It is a Holy Friday. Is it Holy Friday? What's that? Good Friday? No. Today is Friday. Good Friday? Is it Good Friday? I don't even know, man. I think it's Good Friday, right? I'm not sure. It's the Friday of Holy Week. All right. So uh, have a great rest of your day. Um, is there anything else I want to talk about? No, man, I'm going to cut it short today. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. I know a lot of you are probably doing the same thing that you've been always, always doing. Just don't make a joke about being in prison. Okay. Rich or not. You, that, that might, it's, if, as long as there's someone who's poorer than you, that joke will never fly. Right. That's how it is. Oh, please don't cancel me. All right. Later guys. I'll catch you all. You can uh, message me Tevez of the best. And I'll uh, see you on Tuesday. Have a great one. Catch you all later. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.